0: Welcome to The Spoken Metal Show. This is episode 31 and thanks for listening. Thanks for going to SoundCloud and Facebook and um, iTunes and listening listening and leave some comments as well. It's much appreciated. Helps me kind of understand... Where I'm going wrong when I'm going right, what I'm doing kind of that you, you think is funny or interesting or whatever it may be, and that's that's really really important for me. Please, if you're listening on iTunes, give it some kind of rating, hopefully, it's five stars. Um, try and give some kind of comment, that'd be great too. And share as well, the same as SoundCloud. If for the people that use SoundCloud, please, when you listen on there, share and comment and like and subscribe, and all those other good stuff. And obviously, Facebook, uh, if that's uh, the social media du jour that you prefer, I'm on the spoken metal show on there. Please share. Comments and kind of try and get the word out if you like this show and suggest it to other people it's as simple as that it's as simple as that spotify is going to be coming soon but they're going to be changing some things i'm aware of on spotify where they're going to kind of um, do some bits and pieces so i'm going to wait before i kind of do that but at the moment that's the kind of three sorts of methods of me getting the the spoken metal show out there and i've had some really nice feedback will i be doing more live shows yes is the short answer Uh, how that will look and what that will come will be interesting i'll kind of see how i can push that forward and make that a bit more interesting but for the purposes of this episode i'd like to talk about meet and greets by extension the culture of vip and kind of where that all comes from and what that's all about so if you've got any thoughts on meet and greets and vip stuff and things like that you know once again leave comments make comments share stuff and kind of like, let's start a dialogue about what people think. It's a really interesting thing to... I started thinking one thing, maybe change my thoughts to another way, which I thought was interesting. And it just became interesting to look at as well outside of metal uh, uh, as well to see how other people were approaching it and other bands and, and artists were approaching it. So it's more a case of like the culture of VIP and meet and greets in general. I just want to kind of talk about on this particular episode. So when did VIPs and... And that type of thing first uh, exists well look the terms probably coined around sort of the 1930s probably from a military aspect they're using that an acronym um but I get the feeling that obviously that type of thing has been in place and uh, important people and, and and that type of thing has been in place long 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 time ago Did any gathering of a group of people to watch, a group of anything Would have had different seats Placed upon people's positions Royal boxes, uh, if you're watching an opera And that type of thing and There were sections at the front reserved for important people Or people of stature and note And I'm sure that money played a massive part In that as well, I think if you're a Roman gladiators, I'm sure there was different boxes For different tiers of of people in society And what have you And then afterwards they got to dine And, 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 and hang out with these important people So it's been going on a long time, ever since there's been someone doing something on a stage Or presenting themselves Or a piece of art Or a piece of sport There's been that kind of thing Where someone could go And because of their wealth and position Or whatever it may be They could go and uh, and meet these people um, And kind of have a conversation And, and, and what have you um, Whatever the, the Roman equivalents of a selfie Or whatever it may be uh, Get a lithograph You get a lithograph and a poster Whenever you go to, the, to watch Gladiators but it's been going on all the way through society, you know, this isn't a new thing uh, So why why talk about it now? Um, well, realistically, because Now it's, it's an incredibly important part of being a musician, being a comedian, being any kind of artist, sports personality, film stars, any kind of part of that And it's just interesting to see kind of how we got ourselves into this situation and why Truth, why? Money it's as simple as that. Uh, the, the the VIP and meet and greet uh, experiences, as now they're being called, is an extremely lucrative part of touring and the shows and, and residencies and the whole that type of thing is an incredibly important part of it because there's an incredible amount of money involved. It's as, it's as simple as that. Touring is getting harder, it's, as anybody out there knows. Is the, Now... Even more so, things like merch, uh, pre-sales, uh, you know, CD sales, and and that type of thing, and by extension VIP and sort of meet and greets are and now the things that can make a break or tour. They always they always were. The truth is, they always were, but it was more leaned into maybe sort of merch. A lot of bands lived off merch. It was their, their way of getting more money because you were losing money at a show. A good show for most bands will be will be rise on fall, rise and fall on how their merch is. So. Seeing it purely from a business point of view, of course, the only way to look at that is how can we mitigate these problems and make them uh, less so? So, for example, how can we milk more money from the fans? Now, do I think that that's the reason that bands decide it? Well, no, I think this reason comes from PR and management and that type of thing, and they're like going, okay, you can tour with these particular dates as long as you work in a VIP package, which is now a standard for most artists, by the way. If you can work that in, we can... Um, We we can say we can we can sort of like tell you how much it's gonna cost a tour and you can save money. Money and touring are, are unfortunately completely intrinsically connected. Every aspect of it is budgeted every aspect of it your pds and and everything and all all that type of stuff is is completely budgeted wherever you can save money being it have a day room instead of a full room that anything like that is mitigated into its ultimate point of 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 saving as much money as possible because touring is a factor everybody now makes their money through touring because there's no money through streaming there's very little money through cds so no one's making any money so VIP meet and greets that enters in it's like it's just another area that can be exploited or used depending on your point of view to increase the revenue stream terrible way of looking at it revenue stream of a um of an artist. It also kind of lends itself to PR because if you think if someone posts as they inevitably will do pictures of you with an artist and you kind of dig around, you're seeing as an artist being being welcoming to your fans and a nice person and look what we do and look how we believe in our fans and stuff like that. Now, that might be not be... It certainly doesn't... A band's sort of way of looking at it, um, but it most certainly is a PR company's looking at it. Think of the disaster that can happen if, the, like uh, I was in in doing sort of the research for this, looking at something not metal related, but Boy George recently and Culture Club were doing a, a meet and greet where he was apparently particularly negative to fans, and that really impacted uh, the persona and sales, and it really made a difference. There was a big thing recently about you know Justin Bieber's. Uh, VIP meets where there was an actual VIP where you could just get and take a picture up with a cardboard cut out of the guy and naturally that completely got you know, it, it, a lot of bad press and, and, and that type of thing made it come across from a PR point of view as a bit of a nightmare but there is the other side of it where you know, you get to see an artist and, and there's great experiences and that really kind of flashes out the whole kind of persona or your brand again terrible wording but your, your, your brand of yourself so that's this is where it came from you know this is this, this is the, the culture we, we've kind of forced upon ourselves because we don't go and invest that much we'd rather watch some band play on youtube than actually go to the fucking show you know it's that type of thing where they ha- the money has to be made somewhere no one can tour for free bands can't tour for free they're already losing a ton of money they can't lose it such a ridiculous amount and it simply comes from this and this is why, you know, the, the bands are in between being absolutely you get different tiers of VIPs and meet and greets. You get the ones where obviously your local band's not gonna do one. That's ridiculous. But a band that plays, say, an O2 or an academy-like venue, sort of maybe you know, five, six hundred people around that type of thing, that, that it's, it's very important to them. As you move up, it becomes important for different reasons. And um, as you get to arena statuses and festival statuses, it becomes different reasons, it becomes important, which I'll go into later. So, VIP meet and greet, and I want to also completely remove this from that roadie for a day nonsense, which is just completely ridiculous. we have seen that, but you know, sort of two or three years ago, there was that roadie for a day, paying you can be a roadie for a band X, whatever it may be. And and people very quickly pissed all over that. And that was quite true because it's it's nonsense. It's an extremely tough job, roadie, Brody in any way, of any kind, crewing is an extremely tough job. And for someone to pay to do that for a day is, is insulting to them, it's insulting to the band, it's insulting to, to to everybody There is a clear distinction That they're ready for a day nonsense It needs to be put to the side And fucking left That is just nonsense We're talking about VIPs Very important people And meet and greets So where do, where do, we, where do we Where do we begin? Where do you start to try And get your uh, Form an opinion on this And form about how you feel about it And if you were in a band Form about how you feel about it And whether you should do it And what you should do about it And where we are This isn't me doing some kind of Consumer test for which On, on experiences It's not that Uh, there's some good experiences and some bad experiences like anything that's kind of put across by 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 a band and it's somehow kind of intrinsically connected with management as well and pr and that type of thing Uh, there's good and there's bad examples of it this isn't me saying they're all bad or all good or even sitting on the fence because some of them are clearly shit and some of them are clearly amazing merely going to lay this out and see whatever you're uh, but he thinks and forms an opinion of it, asking Mrs. Coop, and um, she disagreed with me on a few things and put some really interesting points of view. Point of view purely as a punter and a non-sort of person who sees the crew side of it. It was interesting to get their side of things as well. So let's start. Let's start, Bobby. <coughs> let's start with the at the top of the of the rock Ladder up to mountain or whatever you want to see it. Metallica. Metallica have a hardwired experience, it's actually called a hardwired experience, naturally after the album Hardwired to Self Destruct. Everything about their experience is, is very clearly, as everything they've done, been clearly thought out. Think about when Lars kind of pushed that idea uh, where every show was being recorded and then you could download that recording for a small fee and have that as a kind of digital souvenir postcard. Audio postcard, if you will, was a really clever idea, and you know, be, and he, and he, and he, and that's coming from largest very clearly, and to extension James and the rest of the band are very clearly, and Q Prime they're this was a man who got, very obviously very savvy. That's a that's a way of gaining money, but it seems fair it seems fair you know it certainly there's had to be a lot of work to done with metallica since napster when they've you know, seen as the big bad enemy now they have to come up with things that seem fair so they might have probably had a big target on the back for stuff like that and certainly for experiences as well so it was interesting to see kind of how he put that across and um, you know to see that it was fair and it wasn't a cash grab and it wasn't that way so that was the the start of the how they approach things and they approach every sort of gig and show as a real experience, and every facet of it is kind of looked after, including the hardwired experience. So, um, as, 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 You look at the kind of breakdown of every single thing that's on it. I won't break down everything, but I'll try and walk you through it before I give you the price. The average ticket price, this isn't dollars fair. It's going to be a lot of dollars and and pounds confusion here because they're on about $180 for a really good Metallica seat. They played recently close by to me for £100, I think, the tickets were going for, probably 110 or so a booking fee. I chose not to go but I'd seen Metallica a lot but I think 100 pound was 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 fine that's a separate conversation but it's certainly a conversation that we should be having so average tickets price is about, about 180 and that's general admission so you get that with the experience you get a seated platform which is basically kind of a platform near to the sound desk or the, or the light desk normally the same place where you can view without kind of being pushed around and fucking hitting the pit and stuff which is kind of divorcing yourself from the from the the, the experience in my opinion um, also, you know, remember the snake pit they did, where they had that sort of triangle or diamond, if you will, section, and and, and that was there where, where all the kind of the, the the people kind of went as well as way to get closer to the band. I think they've kind of moved away from that now, and this is kind of what what the end result was. So, the seated platform. You also got something called the Through the Never, obviously based on the Black Album song Through the Never. Uh, entrance. So I imagine that's a, a, an easier route to get to where you're going, and so you'd have to go through people or like queue or any of that shit. Okay, so then you also have the meet and greets. Now, what's interesting about the meet and greet, reading into it, is that James uh, doesn't do an awful lot of the meet and gre- greets. There's a group photo where everybody has a group photo with the band, and he's listed on there, but he's not listed on the meet and greets, and apparently he doesn't do some of the meet and greets. Frankly, I'd be fucking fuming if James didn't turn up for that, but you know, probably shows you kind of how the feeling is about that type of thing. You'd expect to meet meet the guys. Um, just as a sidebar here, the dictionary definition of meet someone is really kind of more greet someone. Greet someone is walking past someone on the street and saying, hey, how are you? They go, hey, how are you? You go, fine, you go, fine, and you keep going. That's probably greet someone, waving someone hello. Same as meeting someone. You're not really meeting Lars. You're not really meeting James. Really? Are, are you really meeting them? If I say to you, um, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, I'll see you at this show. I'm bringing my friend. Whomever uh, Yeah it's a good chance to meet him Yeah he's a good guy You're probably going to go into uh, When you meet him And go into You know talk to this person Find out how On the level they are with you Talk You know exchange some ideas Maybe some political ideas Some social ideas And stuff Because that's the, the The way you're meant to Converse with people And talk to Converse with people And talk to people You're not meeting these people You're getting A few moments Where you're going to say You know I'm your biggest fan And stuff that they've heard before and and reading stuff like about Neil Peart, Neil Peart doesn't do any of the uh, meet and greets with with uh, with Rush fans and because he fucking hates it. Like you know, the DC's the band's the band, and that's it, and his his life is besides it's separate. So you're not really meeting them out. Like I'm gonna say people say, Oh, I'm going to go and meet this person. Like, you're not really meeting those people, and not that's not me getting down on that. I'm just saying that you know, you you're just saying hello, and that's about it. You know, if you've had... What's the line? Okay, 20-minute conversation with someone is probably meeting them. If they remember you afterwards, probably meeting them. Maybe. I don't know. So, the only 12 fans are... are mo for the I mean, the, the thing about the Hardware experience is it varies dependent on... The venue and where you are, they change sort of aspects of it. Most of the time, it's only 12,000 fans that can that can go to this, and I'll break that down as a figure a little bit later when I give you the figure for the actual thing. So you get a signed set list as well, and I've seen those. You see them on Instagram, they throw a ton of plex over them. You see the signed set lists for what's go, going on. There. Now, set lists, have, I, I, I can't tell you how many. I've been a stage manager in tech and what have you, when a show finishes, there are people screaming at you for a set list or plex. I'm talking screaming. And they don't know your name So they're all like may, 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 Trying to get your attention And 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 you know, some some text will, will grab them Ball them up and throw them out to the audience And I've seen people kill for, for them as well Some people it's like you made a date I, I remember seeing a roadie thing uh meme put up or a poster put up Where a uh, roadie was saying about how You're not owed a set list You're not owed a pleque, You're not owed fucking anything other than to come Watch the band and enjoy them And that's fucking it so, but these set lists, like, I've seen them turn up online for, for, for a couple of hundred, and you're just like, that's fucking crazy. But you'll get a set list, and it'll be signed. Whether it'll be signed by everybody, I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, so then you get an interesting thing called the Sanitarium Rubber Room. Obviously, Sanitarium, well, because I'd say Master of puppets. Is is a bar, and you're allowed two drinks in there, and I think that's okay that's that's fair enough like yeah i don't know what else to say about that it's a private bar fair enough there's a lot of them at those big arena shows as simple as that then you got something called spit out the bone which is obviously based on the song which is a buffet very really cleverly titled towards sort of a buffet thing um which is a buffet not a meal by the way it's a buffet it's a long fucking table um which is pretty cool that's pretty cool to have a, to go and uh you know and and sit and eat eat at a buffet i don't think the band are there um but you know, you never know. You get access to the memory remains. Memory remains, obviously another. Um, which is an exhibit. Looking at that exhibit, that actually seems a pretty well put together exhibit. It reminds me of the um Kirk Does a Horror exhibit where you can uh, kind of go and see his collection He's got like the, the fucking uh, Opening zombie's head From uh, Day of the Dead And all that type of thing So that The memory remains Is a lot of like this sort of History of the band T-shirt flags And all that type of shit It seems pretty good That seems pretty good I, I, I like that and the, and the fact that these. Do you think about the work That goes into this To set this up For every single show For these 12 fans Um yeah, t shirt and a poster, and now I, I don't want to dismiss that because the t shirts, Metallica's quality of art that they choose is very, very good. They always seem, seem to choose the best of what's going out there from our point of view. Um, so I don't want to downplay that because that's fantastic. Some of the stuff they've done, some of the posters I've seen are, are great, some of the t shirts, you know, even better. Um, they also have this uh, sort of this is the thing that pisses me off about meet and greets. So you have this at the end. It's got, it says dedicated staff and private shopping experience. What that means, yeah, is there's some guy there in case you have a question. Do you have any of these in extra large? No, right. That's your dedicated staff. And you have a private shopping experience, which just basically means is you're not fucking clamoring over people to buy merch. That's what that means. That's what that means. So that's pretty much the top and bottom of the hardware experience. What would you pay? What would you pay for that? think to yourself now what would i pay for that you know get out of the access special season platform you know pictures with the band access to the various things t-shirts posters what would you pay well the prices i see out there in dollars was two thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars to two and a half thousand dollars maybe two thousand to two thousand thousand in the uk we don't know what the conversion would be so that's like, you know, close to three grand for, well, two and a half for metallic hardware space. Would you pay that? Is it fair? Mm. When you break some sort of stuff down, it doesn't seem so bad. That's a lot of money. Like that's for you know, certain people. That's like, you know, a month, two months, three months wages. You know, certainly maybe two, three holidays. That's a lot there. Now you look at this way. Twelve fans are allowed to that's thirty thousand dollars, give or take the pence or dime, if you will. Um, that's thirty thousand dollars a show. Now let's say the average show costs, like you know, a million to five hundred thousand dollars. That's not that's not a small amount of, of change. That, but then you know the setup that goes with that. You know, um, it's not open to the public. That, that's a lot. That that's Metallica's hardwired experience. So you know, one hundred eighty pound for a ticket or two thousand two and a half grand for that there. So. Let's not forget here that at one point Jason to described the VIP stuff as being bullshit, but let's 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 park that. Um, so that was the Metal Hardwired experience. Let's look outside of metal just for a step. So I was recently in Vegas and I've seen some artists in Vegas and seen the, the residencies normally mean things are a little bit more expensive and there's meet and greets for them, of course, there is too. Uh, Gwen Stefani has just started her residency and looking at the tickets and their VIP experience seems to be seems to be $740 um, just for, for, for Gwen Stefani, not just, you know, it's only Gwen Stefani, there's no other people that you meet. And I thought that was interesting. And then I looked as well, and there's a name you would expect to hear on a metal podcast. Peter Andre um, is 150 pounds for his VIP experience. Now let's just take it. Uh, let's go. Let's go back a second. Let's look at some smaller, in inverted commas artists that aren't playing arena shows or playing, you know, academies and that type of thing. Let's have a look at them and let's kind of see what what's going on there. So currently, you know, um, some of these bands are on tour at the moment, so it's been easier to see those things because they change sort of seemingly every tour. Um, most of these bands now is, is the show ticket there's a meet and greet there's a poster of some kind some kind of merchandise and some kind of tall laminate and some kind of performance as well um so Cky are currently on tour at the moment there's I think it's about 90 to 100 pounds and it seems really good because there's a lot of stuff you get your picture you get a beanie lighter license plate tall laminates lots of stuff signed that's everything anything about the ticket's probably about 20 quid anyway that's 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 okay that's That's not too bad. Um, you look at someone like Fozzy, um, and it's looking at between 100 and 150 Same thing again, except you also get to see them perform at sound check. I've uh, worked and done a lot of VIPs and meet and greets, so I've seen kind of when it's done well. Fozzy does a very good one. Um, the this is a their sound check is like three or four songs of them playing. Sometimes to try out new stuff, sometimes they do stuff that people actually ask for as well, and. Um, it's it's a really solid thing, and I've never seen anybody work harder than 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 the guys in, in Fozzie to to make sure that those fans go away happy. I just really haven't. You know, you could think as well the the Chris Joko's in that uh, in that equation. That's someone who's outside of the music scene as a as as a as a life as well as a whole thing as a wrestler. So that's not too bad. That's that's pretty good. Skindred do a very good one there on tour at the moment. He's got a very good one, and it's eighty pounds, which I thought was pretty pretty good. And they play like an acoustic set, and I think you know. I've seen these people interact with fans and the difference is that they're listening, I think, as opposed to maybe some of the bigger artists that maybe aren't listening to fans. They they, they really listen to what people say and, and the feedback that goes on and talk to them and learn to recognize these guys' and girls' faces every single time. I think the lower you get... In the sort of teams of followers and venues, the better it is because it's a little bit more intimate. I think as you go upwards to the sort of the big arena shows, I think it becomes less so. Um, I think it becomes, uh, you, you know, difficult because the people that are kind of going to those shows and the people that are kind of going and and paying for that maybe aren't the truest of reflection of their fan base. I don't know um just as a side sidebar again when i was in vegas i went to see Penn and teller it was about i think a hundred something dollars um, and there was no meet and greet and there was no vip but afterwards the pair of them came out and signed and met and took photos and had conversations and what have you completely for free and i thought that was interesting that they choose chose to do that as well so we can bit the, the the well the best way to explain it is the kind of the the whole sort of practice of it can be altered and, and adjusted accordingly, and I think that that's 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 interesting to see as well. That if you are in a band, be it small, medium, massive, large, whatever it may be, is is important to think about what are you doing for the fan and 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 what are they getting from it. So let's go right to the fucking top. Let's uh, let's let's just go right to the top and look at sort of and I should you know in order to be an actual sort of thorough you know. Research piece, if you will, I could go on for days about meets and greets with, with people It's important just to get a sampling of what 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 is out there. So let's look at the top of the shop Let's look at the Rolling Stones. Okay, they're not metal. Let's stop that uh, the Rolling Stones Okay, so they have a huge worldwide tour. They only play ever sort of like 20 or 30 dates in the entire planet so Obviously the Rolling Stones have been going on as long as time began You're one of the most important musical acts of all time it's as simple as that. So there's is it. There's lots of interesting things. I mean, they get the same things as, as as everybody else, but they have their meet and greet after the show, which I thought was extraordinary. Like you know, you. But at, at the same time, interesting. You know, if you want to get feedback from someone, you want to talk about the show. You've instantly got something. Grandfather, in there, you know what do you think of the show? You know, not that I've, I imagine if someone went, yeah, I didn't quite like the, your rendition of Honky Tonk Woman, I, they're probably going to tell it to fuck off. But I just thought it was interesting. It was afterwards, but they, yeah, you, you get the photos, you get a merch bag everything's of a high end. You know, I'm sure the quality of the photographs and one of you is 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 fantastic. And you are meeting the, the likes Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. These are incredibly, incredibly important musicians and and cultural icons they really are and i do believe that a conversation of two or three minutes with keith richards is enough to change your life it probably would be for james heffield or benji from skindred could say to some of you so that also has to be taken into account here how much is the top of most, uh of to see the rolling stones this is for your tickets for everything all the special treatments and the meet and greets and what have you and the merch how much is that it's nineteen thousand six hundred and thirty-one dollars. Nineteen thousand six hundred and thirty-one dollars. You could probably get a house, but you do get to meet Mick Jagger and I have you do get to meet, Keith Richards. these these guys are on fire at the time. Unfortunately, just as a sort of maths here, if you had if there was only twelve people available for that, you'd be ma- you'd be making two hundred and thirty-five thousand eight hundred and seventy two dollars like you know quarter of a million pounds essentially if you had 12 people doing that just as a as a thing for you so what what is this is this is this a valuation of talent are we putting a figure on talent that one person's worth a hundred and fifty dollars and someone's worth twenty thousand dollars is it a bragging right thing that you know what actors ask for a certain amount of money for a for a movie because they can where does how do you how do you measure i can tell you how much a merch t-shirt costs and a hat costs and a ticket costs i can put valuations on them because they're actual things how where do you start to put a price on 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 where does it begin how do you what defines the price what defines the price of someone's value is it vulgar to even do that you know imagine if you were voting albums by how much they are worth you know, imagine if you looked at your children and said, "This child's worth this is You can't do that. It's ridiculous. You know, my valuation on 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 guitars I own. You know, it's not the value, the intrinsic value. It's more, you know, the, the 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 beyond value of that. Where does it start? Why does this come about? Why do VIPs come about? Because, as uh, 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 the I, I read a quote in an article in the Independent. Uh, where it said, uh, and I quote, "These days, it's sanctioned. It's a sanctioned form of stalking. Is it to remove the, the crazy people, the, the the jump on tour buses and stuff, and and, and that type of thing, and 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 want to do crazy things? Would Mark Chapman have bought his VIP if he didn't know he could see John Lennon leaving the Dakota building?" Would he have bought that? You know, would the guy who got on stage with Diamondback? would he maybe done done that? You know, there's no no one gets security checked at these things, but it's to trying to reduce that sorts of crazies that, 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 that come up to you. Is it creating a divide as well? Happened to it's happening with or happened with football in so much that a lot of people believe that football, um, or soccer, if you're listening to it from another country in this country is um is being kind of taken away from the working class, um, as it was very famous said, where football's working class ballet, is being taken away from that. And only the people with the larger amounts of money can actually watch a game now because it costs so much. Is that, is it that? Is 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 that the thing going on here? Uh, it's like a friend of mine always says, we always say to each other, free to those who can afford it, very expensive to those who can't. Is it about getting on your name on that list? Uh, they're not paying for it. Is it that type of thing? Um, Bobby Ellsworth of Overkill said, uh, "Well, I, I'm not against it. We're also not that hard to meet. We always take the time. You know, is it? You can you can meet these people anyway. You know, there, there was always that stage door where you could come to a show and wait outside in the cold and get a picture with your hero. And you know, is 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 that kind of then?" Gone. Is that should that still exist? Devin Townsend as well, and a quote says, "A lot of times fans may think bands are taking the piss um, by selling, selling down on a meet and greets but if we don't do them, um, we can't go on doing what we're doing." That's probably not the record did. I'm, 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 I'm obviously going off path there, but basically, if we can't do it, we we maybe can't even tour, and I think that that's that's probably an interesting thing. So. What am I saying? What is the what is the the, the, uh, the sort of conclusion we can draw from this? Well, I think it's like anything. There are always going to be two sides to it. And I think if you're an artist, you need to be in control of your VIP, your meet and greet. You need to understand why you're doing it. You need to understand when you're doing it, what the expectations are. And from a fan point of view, you need to understand what exactly is going on and what exactly you're paying for and why. Why do you need your picture with someone? Why do you need your picture on your Instagram the minute you meet John Bon Jovi or Slipknot? What does that say about you? Does it mean you're successful because you've got a picture with a famous person? Does it mean that you've achieved something with your life because you've got a picture with it or you've met or you can say you've met that person? Does it? I don't know um, Does it mean that you're better than, than someone else? Is it bragging rights? Because you've just stood next to someone as they have got a picture? I, I don't think it does I think if that's your, your reason solely to get that picture Or if, do you know what? if it's your reason solely to get a picture to, For your Instagram or Facebook page I think you, you probably need to ask some questions And to give a nice sort of devil's advocate to this I have pictures of me with famous people and i started to kind of look at those pictures and think what am i trying to say and, and and i realized it was just it was vanity so i started reducing them so the pictures that you see now are a lot a bit more candid me working with someone or you know i've tried to remove that because what are you trying to say you know uh you know what are you actually getting from it and i once again to give you the other sides what about if you are paying then to get an audience with that person and speak to them because they may change your life. I've certainly been changed, told life-changing things by by famous people and people uh, culturally important people, and they've changed my life. Regardless. So you know, there is there is value to some of these experiences. There really is. One of my interesting experiences, I got to be side of stage for Metallica, and my phone died before i could start taking photos or document the event so it stays alive in my head as being a thing for me it was between me and and that person in the band you know, and meeting those people and not able to take photos and prove that it happened photos or it didn't happen and i think that that's really what we, we've come to as a culture and uh, let's face it being and vips are a reflective of that everybody wants to go past the velvet rope everyone wants to have the reserved seat and, but, but but what are we exactly saying you know what are we exactly saying about ourselves as a band what are you saying if you're saying that you want to charge people for the experience of meeting you so what are we saying what are you saying and what's the the thoughts as always leave your comments on on Facebook uh, on the spoken metal show and at SoundCloud on on iTunes too this is going to be a contestable. Issue and a contestable thing to talk about that will never will continue for the rest of time. There'll never be a conclusion, but uh, it, it's a mo- It's important to give a moment of balance. It's important to give a moment of pause, if you will, where we think about what we're doing, music within the music industry at least, and where this is going to lead us. Um, to to de- are we devaluing things? Are we kind of removing them entirely? You know, <laughs> are we leading to a point where it's going to be a VIP for the holograph? tours that you see going on i just i don't know i don't know what i do know is this is that meeting someone who you've idolized for a long time can be a life-changing and incredibly important moment in your life if the reason you're doing that is to say to everybody else that that's why you've done that that's probably not a good reason to be doing it that's between you and that person where you can share that moment and tell them how you feel in the same way that when you bought that record, if you ever bought vinyl, pulled it home, put it on the record player, it was between you and them, and it was a personal experience between you two, and what it meant more. You know when you see Tom Cruise doing those walks outside the cinema where he's grabbing hands and all that, you're not meeting Tom Cruise. You you just he's just in the same place as you at that time. And that sounds like I'm putting down the whole thing. I'm not. Not at all. Like I said, i personally ran some very, very good meet, meet and greets where I've seen people's faces light up. You can't buy that. You really can't buy that. And I've seen it light up. But I would just ask, what's the, the methods uh, behind what what we're doing here? And where's it going to lead? And ultimately, what's going to become of the meet and greet and the VIP? How will it become... Uh, how will it, it go go on further from here? What What's the next sort of set of that? How will that work? And how can it work for the musician and the artist as well? So everybody wins. That's the real sort of goal for the experience. This should be that everybody wins. If it's one-sided, if the band or the, the management company are just getting more money, or it's one-sided because um, the, the, the fans are just getting the bits and pieces that they want and fucking off and there's no real experience. If it's one-sided or if it's uneven, It's it's the wrong experience Everybody needs to get something from it Financially uh, Metaphysically if you will Or some kind of experience Everybody needs to get something out of VIPs and meet and greets Um, I'll be doing my Spoken Metal Show VIP For £500 now Can you imagine if someone keeps hold of this um, Or even listens to this It'd be amazing But if someone keeps hold of this And I Somehow become crypto famous, um, like a YouTube streamer, and and uh, someone and I start charging a VIP to meet and greet. And someone pulls us up and goes, "Right, Cooper, you've got some stuff to answer to." Do you know what? Let's hope that happens because that'll be an interesting conversation. As always, like I say, follow on Facebook and SoundCloud Mansion and iTunes, share and like and comment. It's nice to talk about these things and kind of look at them and explore stuff and kind of see how I feel about them. And interesting, even further, to see how you guys feel about them as well and just kind of give us some feedback and see what's going on. I've set up some really nice um, spoken metal show episodes coming up. Hopefully, I'll, I'll sit down with some people. I don't want to say those names because I don't want to jinx them and try and increase it maybe more than um, more than once a month. Uh, thanks again for listening, and I've been Coop